After this message from Anka, we'll talk to Jackson Coots, who signed as a free agent with the Washington Nationals. Today on the Eastern Maine Sports Podcast, we have Jackson Coots with us. He just got drafted by the defending world champions, Washington Nationals. And uh, it's very exciting, isn't it, Jackson? Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Definitely uh, an experience that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. And uh, I guess let's just start with uh, what was the process uh, pre, pre-draft, during the draft, after the draft? Um, were you in contact with the Nationals and or other teams um, throughout this? Uh, yeah, so going back to last summer, uh, it, it actually ended up being quite a process. Uh, so going back to last summer in the Cape, um, we were given access to something called the Draft Prospect Link. And so what that is, it's like a centralized platform for all the Major League Baseball teams to send you questionnaires and you can do a whole bunch of stuff. So it made it a lot easier to talk to teams. Um, so I got a bunch of questionnaires from like some teams. I like Dodgers, Mets, um, and then kind of through the through the fall and the winter, uh, I met with the Mets. Um, so, uh, his name is John, the Mets scout. He uh, he followed me around for the fall, and then like the season happened. Then a couple weeks ago, the um, the national scout, uh, whose also name is John, John Malzone, he he called me and said, uh, "Hey, like, what are your thoughts on the free agency thing?" Uh, just to make sure like they like I'd be somebody that they want to like pursue because I'm not going back to school and I said I'd be interested in it uh, so he called me yeah a couple weeks ago and then he called me again uh, like a few days before the draft just to make sure I was still on board uh, with everything and then um, on Sunday Sunday at 9 a.m. is when the all the teams could talk to you about free agent deals um, and they called me right at nine so mid the made the decision uh, pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously a solid organization. They, you know, as I said, the defending world champions and, you know, what's that mean? And, and what's that, that mean? And what's the, maybe the next steps for you? Obviously there's nothing going on at this moment and, um, you know, kind of major league baseball is on hold and pretty much life is on hold right now, but what's, the, what's, what's the next step for you and what's it mean to join that kind of organization? Uh, well, I mean, honestly, I am, very thankful that the, uh, the Nationals uh, have given me this opportunity. Uh, I, I'm really excited to get going uh, with them and their organizations. Uh, it, it just means a lot to me, honestly, just just to have uh, to be uh, to be what's a good word for that? I'll say wanted, you know, kind of to be wanted by like such a, a high organization, high level organization like the Nationals. Um, and then me going forward, it's kind of uh, we don't really know it really depends on how the uh, negotiations go with uh, MLB and the Players Association uh, for what I've been hearing is that there's probably going to be a fall instructional league down uh, at like all the team spring training complexes so I'd be going down to West Palm Beach but I haven't heard a date or how long it's going to be so we just got to be patient and uh, just kind of wait it out. Now you mentioned a little bit um, earlier about the uh, you playing the Cape Cod League last summer. Um, you know, obviously, top college players around the country go th- uh, play there. Um, a lot of major leaguers now have played there in the past. Um, and and you started this this season before um, you know the season got canceled, hitting 451. You know, with four homers in your first 51 at bats. Did did playing the Cape League help you uh, going into the season? Oh, 
uh, undoubtedly. It was the, the Cape League definitely, I mean, with it being, it definitely was the most fun I've ever had. Uh, I also learned so much there. Uh, just being around guys like that really wanted to uh, be the best they could be baseball related. Um, and they had the same goals and aspirations. Like it made e uh, learning really, really easy. And I personally, I, I find that I learned the best just by watching. And like, even if I'm not hitting or if I wasn't playing that day, I could still watch and just learn so much from everybody else who was playing. Like, and then obviously the, it's the highest level of competition uh, amateur wise. So that definitely helped. And then uh, just being, just honestly helped with everything. It was, I can't really put it into words. It was, I mean, it was a hard summer just to play at that level. Um, and I guess it just made it uh, much easier to go into division one, which is still pretty challenging because baseball is really hard, but it, uh, yeah. it made me prepared. No doubt hitting baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. No <laughs> doubt about that. And what do you feel it was the biggest reason for your success early in the season? You know, again, you only got 13 games in, but you definitely, you know, kind of showed, showed, showed something in those 13 games. What, what do you think was the biggest reason for that success? Um, honestly, going back to my sophomore year at Rhode Island, I had a pretty terrible year. Uh, I failed as much as I've ever failed, if not the most I have ever failed in the sport of baseball in my life. So I was able to take, I mean, which was really hard, but I did my best to turn it into a learning opportunity. Um, I re I figured out like what I needed to change, uh, as like, I figured out what I needed to change, like in myself, uh, as a person, like change habits, uh, whether it comes to eating or working out and just giving as much, uh, all the effort I possibly can, uh, that helped me change myself as a baseball player. Um, and I took those habits in the Cape league, really tried to refine those there. Um, and during this past, uh, winter, I just really hammered home on that. Um, and then it just kind of, it, it definitely worked out, uh, this spring. So, I think failing my sophomore year definitely was the most uh, was the reason that uh, is the reason for my the success this past spring. And you know when you know obviously uh, COVID nineteen started it must have been a big disappointment. Um, you you know your season got cut cut short. But but what have you been able to do um, during this time? To, you know obviously it's hard because you, there's only you know facility wise and everything. What have you been able to do training wise, and how difficult has it been during this time? Um, well, I mean, it's definitely different. Uh, it's been interesting to try to get to like a weight, like weight room or whatever, uh, to do some strength training, but I ended up borrowing some, uh, dumbbells from my high school. So that I've been able to lift with those, which isn't quite what I'm used to. Cause, uh, at school we've been doing, we do a lot of, uh, like barbell movements and stuff like that. So dumbbells are a little different. So it took a little bit of adjusting to do. Um, I also had to change like rep ranges and whatever. Uh, and then, I mean, obviously we have a, a lot of baseballs at my house. And uh, so getting outside and getting on the field either at Maine or uh, Orno High School uh, was, it's been easy to do that. So, I mean, I guess not a lot has really changed. It's just how I go about doing everything has changed. So, I mean, it, Took a little bit getting used to, but I mean, I've gotten to a pretty good groove now. Um, what was your, at, at um, University of Rhode Island, what, what was your um, 
most memorable moment um, on the baseball field there? Our most memorable moment? Um, well, we've had quite a few. I mean, definitely one that sticks out a lot was in the conference tournament last year. Uh, we played like a 13 game. We walked off against St. Louis. Um, that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, the, <clears throat> because that was the first like conference tournament I've actually been to, uh, cause we didn't make it my freshman year. So that whole experience down at Fordham was, was crazy. The atmosphere was white electric and like, uh, it's hard to put into words just cause like you're so locked in during games. I mean, and you just kind of don't remember much, but then when you think about like the walk off and how everything happened, and everything unfolded, like that was easily one of the one of the best moments that I've had at Rhode Island. Nice, and um, you know, obviously, uh, you went to Orono High School for uh, four years, where you captained the baseball team for three years, captained the football team for three years, and the basketball team at two. Um, maybe can you talk about maybe some of the coaches you had in, in any sport at at Orono High School and, and what kind of influence they had on you? Yeah, um, definitely with, uh, with baseball, I, uh, I mean, Don Joseph, he coached before uh, I went to high school, uh, I made it like up to high school. Um, and then we went through a couple of coaching changes and uh, he, was, he was my English teacher. I pretty much took every, every English class I could with him. Um, and so I'd always hammer him with like, hey, like, why don't you go coach baseball? And I just kept pushing, pushing on that. And then uh, he finally like applied for it, ended up getting the job. Um, he is easily, uh, like the most important person that like got me through high school because he was always ready, willing to talk, not just baseball, just about life. Uh, he has a great insight on pretty much everything and him and him and his brother, um, Ronnie, uh, he, they, <laughs> They're just, they're too funny. I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. Uh, he's really, he's really helped me a lot with just, not just baseball, but like life in general. So uh, he's definitely, definitely the most important guy that got me through high school. And um, you were, you won the Winkin Award in uh, 2017 and won, you know, helped, helped uh, Orno win the state championship that same year. Um, kind of just talk about that season because that must have been pretty memorable too. Oh, for sure. I mean, any any uh, senior sports season is going to be like top of the uh, like excitement, uh, emotional. But like, I remember starting out with football. We lost, uh, I think, Dexter in the semifinals at home, I believe. And that that was that was tough. Uh, just like going through all the losses, like with football and basketball. And I kind I really didn't want it to uh, end the same way with baseball. And fortunately enough, it, it didn't. We had a, a lot of good, uh, all the balls seemed to bounce our way. Uh, we made the plays, got the hits when we needed to. Um, and just like walking off a state championship in the bottom of the seventh is, is like, God, that was, I think that was three years ago today, I believe. Um, it was incredible. I mean, we, we never quit as a team. We always pulled together. Uh, and that was the biggest thing that uh, Coach Joseph would hit home was like, hey, just don't give up. You never know what's going to happen. Baseball is like the craziest game ever. And so it is. And that's what happened with the state game. Um, and then going on with uh, the Winkin Award, um, that was pretty, that was, 
that was like I very fortunate to to take home that award just because of the relationship that uh, Dr. Lincoln had with my my fam my parents, my mom, and my dad. I mean, my dad coaches them all the time. Uh, back uh, back when he was coaching at Maine, um, so he's really good friends with him. And then fortunately, I was uh, I was lucky enough to meet him. I forget what year it was, but it was like we just moved up here, and I met him and. I'm not like there are so many good stories that my dad's gone through with him and all the different things that he would do whatever either crazy or good ideas or whatever so I definitely wish that he was around a little bit longer so I get to know him a little bit better just because of the impact he had uh, on my family but I was incredibly honored to win the Lincoln Award. And um you know, speaking of your parents, um, your, your dad, um, as you said, played for Coach Winkin and, and um, made an appearance in the College World Series with the Black Bears in 81. Um, you know, your mom, excellent softball player also for the Black, um, Black Bears. Um, you know, what kind of influence do they both have sports-wise and, and, and um, off the court and fields? Um, well, they, they had a tremendous impact on, on me uh, athletically. They always made sure that I was <clears throat> going to have fun with the sport. Uh, they didn't want to like be those parents that forced you to do anything. Uh, they just want to make sure I was really enjoying myself. And then once, uh, once I was, I convinced them that like, Hey, like I want to do this for me and I'm having a great time with it. They were easily the most helpful set of uh, coaches or parents rather for, for anyone, basically. I mean, I could use my dad for, anything baseball, anything sports related, honestly. Uh, I could pick his brain about a lot of things um, just for different uh, scenarios and stuff. And then with my mom, she helped with, uh, she helped with the mental game a lot, actually. So like, she helped me talk through different things and how to keep yourself grounded, how to keep yourself centered so you can perform at your, at your best. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> they're great. I don't, I really don't know how else to describe it. Like they're awesome parents. I love them to death. Like, I mean, I I wish I wish all the coaches were like that. I mean, going with sports, they always talked they always talked to me as a coach and never as a parent. They always wanted to make sure we attack things the right way with me because sometimes you get like these things with uh, parents and sports, and it's not always a great mix. But they never took the parenting side of the sports. I always took the coaching, and I'm I'm thankful for that for them that they did that just because it made everything so much so much easier for me. Excellent. Um, we're gonna you know, do a few things here, just end it, like, just on kind of a fun note. Um, first of all, um, I, I saw your page on the, on the URI uh, page there, and uh, they listed your favorite teams, and this is quite a combination. Uh, uh, Patriots, Chiefs, Ottawa, Ottawa Senators, and Toronto Blue Jays. How, how did you come up with that? Um, honestly, that's a good question. Uh, just, I feel like being with the Patriots, um, just living in New England, basically, um, I inherited the I like the Chiefs. I remember, I think it was my freshman year of high school. Um, I started following them. I liked I liked Alex Smith and how uh, how he played quarterback. And I was also a big fan of Jamal Charles, who was a running back at the time. Um, so it was fun to watch them. And then we went through a couple of rough years as Chiefs, Chiefs fans. Um, but then they turned around this past year, which was crazy. And it was hard to tell everyone or convince everyone that I'm not a bandwagon fan. But that's been my bio since my since before my freshman year, and then um, the Ottawa Senators. My my mom's uncle or my uncle, uh, he used to be the general manager of the Senators until he passed away. 
a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, her family's in Canada and they have a lot of ties to like the NHL and, and the senators. So like, it was clearly something I wanted to be a part of, uh, their fan base. So it's, so that's that. And then kind of, same kind of goes with the blue Jays. I just kind of, I liked all the young, I liked all the young talent. I followed Bo Bichette, um, uh, Vlad Jr. Um, and Kevin Biggio through the minors just cause I mean, they're, their dad their dads played in major league baseball so that'd be a cool story and then they all finally made it up to the big leagues so that was that was something i really like to follow and uh yeah it's an odd sports combination and i've hate to say it but kind of like i kind of want i kind of think i need to uh well it doesn't matter anymore but i'm not really a huge patriots fan anymore so i really inherited the chiefs which might be hard to say up in up in Maine, but hey, it's okay. Yeah, and and also the the baseball has turned uh, turned uh, down to DC, and uh, you're a Nationals uh, guy now. Uh, through yeah, and through. for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, who's your um, who's your favorite uh, athlete? Favorite athlete? Uh, is he current or can it be like a former guy? Oh, both. Either. Yeah. Both. Okay. Um. Hmm. My favorite athlete. Um. Well, another interesting, interesting one. Uh, my favorite athlete growing up definitely was uh, Chase Utley. He, my dad actually coached him in the Cape League. So hearing stories about him and, and whatnot just made me follow him. And it actually made me be, become a big Phillies fan for a while. Uh, when I won, like, before they won the World Championship and stuff. So definitely Chase Utley. And then, oh, current, current athlete. Um, God, that's a tough one. I never really give much thought to these. Um, goodness. Uh, Honestly, someone who's really funny to watch that uh, I'm not sure if I'll ever see him play again would be probably Bartolo Colon. I remember he, a couple of years ago, hit hit his first career home run, and that was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen because seeing all the highlights of him swinging his helmet falling off or – I don't know. Big, big Sex is really fun to watch. He makes some interesting plays. He's an interesting character. He kind of just proves that you don't always have to be in the best physical shape to play baseball, but it doesn't matter because baseball is baseball and it's it's a weird sport. So probably him. Yeah, and I hear he's might be trying to make a comeback, so that'd be interesting. Yeah, he's he's really old too. But hey, if he can if he can sling it in there, I mean, I bet if we play, I hope some team some team picks him up because. I mean, he wants to do it, so like, why not? That's right. Um, maybe the the baseball player that you think you may be the most similar to. Baseball. Ooh, also something I don't really think about. Yeah, sorry, I'm putting you on the spot there. <laughs> it, it's okay. I mean, if ooh, that's tough. I mean, someone who I uh, I guess who might have a similar swing. I mean, there might be slight differences probably would be Jim Edmonds. I mean, I know, Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really play the outfield or I'm not going to play the outfield as much anymore uh, in the, with, the, with the Nationals organization, but he, we kind of have pretty similar swings when it comes to just like how it looks, how things work. I mean, he's a little slightly different, but probably Jim Edmonds. Yeah. Now, now you just mentioned about, um, I know, you know, you, you did play some outfield at um, URI. Are you expected to play more first base um, in the national organization? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would, they, when they first called me, uh, they never mentioned what they wanted me to do. And then I finally asked, I was like, hey, what's, what am I going to do? And he's like, and uh, 
John said, I believe I would think that you'd probably play more first base for us, but also stay open, stay ver versatile because like you'll be worth more. And obviously that's something I'm going to do because I mean, I play a lot of outfield at school and then I'll play, I play a lot of first of the summer. So it was kind of like a weird, weird combination. So I feel like I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in both places, but definitely first base uh, over the outfield. Yeah. Nice. We're going to kind of end it with uh, just some going back to Orono high school a little bit and let's start with your, um, what was your best memory in football at, at Orno? In football, I I think that was as a team uh, when we played. It was our last game of the year for I think we we're playing Holton. It was uh, it was a rainy, it was a cold, rainy night. It was miserable, and um, I think I need I don't know how many yards, but my all my teammates were pushing for me to go get our school's passing record and the league passing record at the time um and they I've never seen a group of guys really push for me to get something like I get an individual stat but like the entire team really contributed to it and then once we once we did it I mean it was a great feeling it was like wow I've never had all like 10 other guys really push for something like that and I mean it, the conditions for that night weren't weren't great um but that's I think the most the coolest part about that was just how everyone came together for that. Uh, like, I don't want to say meaningless individual stat, but like, I mean, that was that was pretty cool. That kind of got me a little emotional just because everyone was like was pushing for something so hard. That's nice. Um, what what about best memory in basketball for playing at Orono? Basketball. Um, there's quite a few, honestly. I mean, they it can range from uh oh beating old town in the oof, i don't remember what round it was of the playoffs but we beat old town uh we just we just moved up i think in uh the class i don't even know what class it was anymore you moved we, up to b b yeah so we just we just beat old town on like a last second free throw and we i think we always lost to them uh during the regular season or whatever so that was that was pretty special. I'm pretty sure we had the the largest attendance of the cross center, like maybe to date when it came. Yeah, to that was that was packed. They, they've had a couple games probably close, but that was, that was definitely definitely packed. I remember. I don't remember exactly right now what year, but I do remember that game. Yeah, I think it, it was my junior year, or I don't even remember. It was high school's a blur now. So yeah, yeah. definitely that. Just that the atmosphere of the cross center, beating the crosstown rival was so sweet. Hmm. What about um, best memory in baseball? Baseball. I mean, it's it's hard to ignore the – maybe not the – no, it's got to be the 20, the playoffs. The whole playoffs, the whole thing. I mean, we walked off against Bucksport uh, at home, and I remember I went to our baccalaureate or class night, and I was still wearing my uniform, which is funny. Um, and then we went to Holton. Uh, we crushed them, I think – that was pretty sweet. I think all the guys handled that really well. Um, and then we beat Dexter uh, for the Northern Maine title. That was the first time that I ever experienced uh, an actual pig pile, like being at the bottom of it. I was, I was just curious, like, what that was like. And then, like, that was, that was great. And then the state championship, just the whole ups and downs of baseball. And then just walking it off and ending my high school career on a – 
on like literally the best note you can edit on. So that was, that was pretty incredible. Nice. And uh, lastly, now, now, you know, you're, you're only three years out of high school, so you must, uh, you must still be in contact with a lot of your teammates and classmates uh, uh, from there, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, we still have a, our group chat for the baseball team that year. Uh, I'm still in close contact with uh, Jay Kaufman, Keenan Collette, uh, Connor McCluskey, Mark Lucy. And then, yeah, like basically my friend group, Matt Fowler, uh, we're, we're, we're still in touch. And fortunately we're all, we're all around now because we're all pretty much home because of this uh, coronavirus. So I know that usually I wouldn't get a, a lot of time to see those guys. So it's always good to see my friends and catch up with them. So uh, I'm really, really fortunate for that. Well, excellent. Well, I want to thank you for, for joining me tonight and, uh, you know, been definitely a, a great interview and uh, maybe we can catch up down the road, uh, you know, after you um, start in the uh, playing for the national in the nationals organization and uh, catch up and see how you're doing. Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, definitely. I'm ready. I'll, I'll come on again. You just let me know. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Jackson. And uh, have a great night. Of course. Thanks. You too. Please follow Eastern Maine Sports on Facebook at Eastern Maine Sports, Instagram at Eastern Maine Sports, Twitter at Eastern M-E Sports, and at EasternMainSports.com.